Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Today's question is, should you update, renovate, or relocate your practice? I think the first thing that is going to be an issue is whether you are motivated to make a change in your practice. Some practice owners are stuck in a stagnate period where they just can't confront a change or they've just gone into apathy about the way it looks or that there's any possibility of finding or creating a better situation for their practice. So I thought we would take this up. So I call it update, renovate, or relocate. And the first step is to motivate. Now, if your lease is nearly coming to an end in the next year or two, you might consider relocating the practice. If the mall that you're in, for instance, has been there a very long time and it's looking tired and some of the tenants are not your cup of tea and so on, there comes a point where you go, you know what, I think it's time for me to upgrade to a better mall or better location. And there's one decision that you could make. I mean, it is going to cost you more, but will you increase your income by having more new patients or clients walking into your practice because it's in a better location and has a better presentation? So all of these issues involve money to a greater or lesser degree. Taking the first one, which is just updating what you have already, is probably the least expensive. So Sometimes it's a matter of changing um, the wallpaper in the reception area or taking down the wallpaper and painting it. Or there's incredible wallpapers online that you can buy for one of the walls to be a feature wall that will just stun your patients when they walk in. They're so beautiful. One of my clients has three operatories. He's a dentist and he has three different wallpapers that he found online from the same company because they're of the same theme sort of but the colors and the pictures on them are just so interesting and attention grabbing that uh, people talk about it and they go out telling people you got to go to this practice and see how they look so sometimes just updating and doing something a little more current looking uh, change the artwork all around get some new artwork gosh go online to Wayfair or some of these places right now where you can get beautiful works of art for 50 to 100 bucks that are so colorful or so mood setting. Mind you, you want a positive mood, just want to throw something in there because there are some that are very wistful and foggy and a little bit sad. And you don't want those in your practice. You want happy ones that, um, you know, attract attention that people can look at while they're waiting or whatever. Okay. So, um, it could be your front desk it needs to be what we call decluged, meaning clear off all the junk off the counter, uh, make sure the front of it doesn't have signage all over like post, you know, NSF checks will be charged for whatever, whatever. So you want to have as clean and, and smooth and, and um, upscale a presentation as you can have at your front desk when people walk in. There are really inexpensive front desks that you can get made that could change the whole future of your practice just by having it be so 
cool looking that people come in and they go telling their friends, hey, you should go to my practice just because they love it now. So, you know, that's something to consider. Updating, um, it could be your flooring needs changing, could be the cabinetry in your um, office uh, needs changing. Many things can be done to just update your look. You could have a an interior designer come in and I think they charge like 250 bucks or 300 bucks to come in for an hour or two and give you some plans of what you could do. It can be really simple. You don't have to do the whole uh, shebang, but we're going to take that up next and that's called renovate. If you don't want to update, maybe you want to renovate where you actually change where some of the walls are or change the flooring throughout the entire place and do all new cabinetry and, you know, really go to town on your existing location because you want to stay there for another 10 years. So you want to update the look because anything older than 10 years starts to look old and patients get used to seeing it. I think it's fun to change artwork around so that every time they come in, <laughs> go, I don't remember seeing that painting before. Or wasn't that in the other room? Like it really keeps them uh, interested. However, renovating is a much more major project than just doing some updates that posh it up a bit. So renovating, um, you could hire somebody to come in and do that and actually get an interior designer for that one to tell you what would be the best solutions for the different situations going on. Um, maybe your, some of your rooms are too small and need to be enlarged. Um, maybe just opening up the reception area. I mean, we watch these on decorating channels on TV all the time about taking out some of the walls if they're making the place feel very small. I went into a veterinarian practice once that the owner is adorable and has been there forever. And at one time it was a big open practice and then it got built in more and more offices in the back so that it's like not even a corridor. It's just like cut off a space and that's my room and there's the walls. And it's like a rabbit warren in the back. It's really hard to find your way around with all these little tiny, tiny offices for all the different staff. That's not good. So renovating that would be very smart and and having a, a good designer come in and help you solve that problem and make a very big change because for the next 10 years, that will last you. Now, as I said earlier, if your lease is coming up sometime soon, um, in the next year or two, you might wanna look around the neighborhood and find out what's available now. There's an awful lot of buildings being torn down and renovated, or maybe you're in a small town where there's an old house, let's say, that's zoned properly uh, for your business, and uh, you could buy it and renovate it to be exactly what you want. Um, there are a lot of condo buildings going up in the cities where the, on the ground floor they want to have commercial businesses running, and they love healthcare professionals, so that's another option. Uh, there are a lot of malls going up as the cities are expanding outward. There are strip malls and indoor malls. Indoor malls tend to be a lot more expensive on the other side of it. The steady flow of people walking around if it's one of the big malls. However, your rent will be ginormous for that. But, you know, how many patients per month more would you have to see to cover that given that they're going to be staying with you for a while? You know, you have to factor these things in. We always look at that with our clients when we're guiding them on these issues um, because we've seen 
all the wrong moves over the years and a lot of very good moves that made a huge difference. So when you're looking to relocate, you want to plan a little bit bigger than what you have right now. For some practices, um, you may want to stay exactly the same size, but if you've been around for a while, um, maybe you should be thinking about what would a new younger person want to buy, given that they have to increase the overhead. They may want to have extra treatment rooms or exam rooms or operatories, whatever profession you are, um, to have an associate work out of while they work full-time themselves and then get an associate in and build the practice up. I know, for instance, in the dental field, having less, having four ops is kind of not enough anymore. People want to have six to eight so they can get a second or third person in to help them grow the practice because the overheads nowadays are so incredibly higher than they were 32 years ago when we started our business. We have found that there's been a great change in um, cost of renting and running a practice, period. Even to graduate from school now, the student loans are so huge. And then to buy a practice or to start one from scratch, hundreds of thousands of dollars for most practitioners. So, you know, relocating, if you're going to do that, then make sure you plan for a bigger space than what you need right now, because you're going to want to grow it and eventually get an associate who has agreed to buy eventually, you know, in a couple of years and you get that in writing and then you prepare your practice for that eventuality. So thinking ahead and planning um, a fun future. Uh, it is fun. It, it is really hard work going through relocating a practice and taking it into a whole new location. On the other side of it, it's exciting and energizing and you won't feel like you're stagnating anymore because you're going to be very busy choosing tile and flooring and wall colors and things like that. But at the same time, I have clients going through this right now all over Canada. And it's kind of fun because it's very creative and it's different than doing your everyday, whatever it is you do as a practitioner. So don't back away from relocating. If you really want to have it off your plate, hire somebody to help you. Um, somebody who's got some designer experience or something, not that has their own business, maybe a student that graduated this year or something, just hire them to be on your team for a half a year or a year, however long the project is planned for, and let them work it out and make presentations to you. So you just have to go this one, not that one, this color, not that color, this cabinetry, not that. You know what I mean? If they do a good job as an assistant, they can save you a lot of time and yet let you make the decisions. So there's some thoughts on the matter, whether to update, renovate, or relocate. If you want some help with this, we've done tons of practitioners through these processes, and that's what we do. We're a practice management company, and we also train our clients how to be very good bosses. And I offer a free introductory practice analysis so that you get to know us, and I get to know you guys and see if we could be a match. So the information for my company, and my name is Janice Wheeler, obviously, and I'm the president, and you just call the number there and ask for me, and we'll work out a time when we can meet, and we'll discuss your practice in detail. It's usually around three to four hours. It's very in-depth, and we'll look and see what your potential is and see what you need to do. 
So there you go. Follow our podcasts. They are, you can subscribe to them and uh, give us a like if you liked it and share it with your friends. Thanks. And that's all for today. Have fun. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.